Hello, friends. That was aggressive, and I actually just hit my hand on the wall. I was I did a large movement with that. I wanted to convey enthusiasm, yet be relatable, and I hope that that came through on the microphone. We're in Paris. Natasha Woo! and I are in Paris. It's the last leg of our European trip. Uh, I don't know if you've been listening to... Well, it was only one other episode about this, uh, the one last week. But we uh, we have been touring through Europe, doing stand-up in various locations. And uh, we made Paris our last stop. And we have our final show on May 2nd, which is tomorrow. And I hope that I can release this by then. Otherwise, this part makes no sense. But in uh, Paris at... How do I say it, Natasha? Le Jardin Sauvage. God, I don't even trust that you know how to say that. I, I don't. I'm just rolling with confidence here. Yeah. <laughs> is it? I don't know if we talked about this last week, but is this like when you tried to pronounce something in Berlin and your friend was like, I think I know what you're saying. Yes. He, but it's wrong. <laughs> he was basically like, it makes sense what you're trying to say, but it's it's not good. It's and not I, good. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you just, he just looked at you like, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. And I love how honest people are overseas. Like... People yeah. just won't try to play along with you if they don't like what you're doing. They'll just yeah. be like, just stop. Well, as Americans, we have enough. Like, we need to be knocked down to size occasionally. A thousand um, percent. Yes. Uh, but before I get into the podcast, just want to let you guys know that Be Here for a While this week has been brought to you by Bloom, ZipRecruiter, and Talkspace. I love all of these companies, and I'm going to tell you about them later. You're going to want to get involved. That's all I'm saying. It's a little teaser for you. I'm just going to drop that. Just drop that in your tea. I don't know what that means, but yeah. That <laughs> sounds like you roofie people that are at lunch. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to roofie you with cool companies. <laughs> I'm going to reef. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> let's talk about this trip. And yes. let's talk about the fact that you're not wearing pants right now. Uh, are you? I can't tell. Yes. I'm wearing. I'm oh, wearing, you're wearing cute pajamas. Yeah, I'm wearing Damn cute it. pajamas. We are going to go out later. We're going to have dinner and we're going to try to. Well, here's how we're going to have dinner. We we splurged last night. We did. Uh, not like some people splurge, but we, we did. Um, and we, we want to do an Eiffel Tower dinner tonight, but we think that we should probably be responsible. So we're just going to like pick up a baguette and some saucisson yes. and cheese. And we are going to picnic somewhere near the Eiffel Tower. But like a I very hope you don't think I'm going to propose to you. I was planning to take my ring off, give it to you, and then force you to do that just so we would get attention and maybe something free out of it. <laughs> so you think a random person on the street is just going to like oh hand God. us like a free dessert with like the little like squiggly chocolate thing on there that says congratulations? It feels like if that's going to happen anywhere, it would be in Paris. Okay. Okay. But we need to talk about the fact that you're not wearing pants. Um, I know that this has been romantic uh, in terms of we're <laughs> dining in Paris together, but... I hope you don't have the wrong impression. It's you know, not going to happen for you and I. We've been sharing a bed for a lot of this trip and wearing a lot of bathrobes. You've seen my boobs more than my fiance has in probably I think I've at least only seen your boobs like once. Oh, okay, maybe once. Maybe yeah. I just keep trying to show them and she won't look. I'm just like I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm more focused on myself. That's all I know. <laughs> you do starfish out in bed. You like you're it's only happened twice. What, but you've, you're also a kicker. You're a little violent at certain points. You know, only one person has said that to me before. It was my cousin Carla growing mm -hmm. up. And she was like, I can't 
you can we, and that was in sleeping bags too mm-hmm. we'd be in sleeping bags next to each other I'm and sorry how like, did you do this you somehow like somehow i would just <laughs> just start, like pull just, over like a worm or something yeah, and then just like just kick, kick. i don't know where it came from my, my fiance must just be fine i don't know i don't because he's the sweetest person in the world he probably just doesn't tell you he probably doesn't you tell probably me. beat the shut up in the middle of the night and he's just like i love her yeah, that's why he's in such good shape. He's always fending me off. Seriously. <laughs> God, where do you find one like that where they're just so loving and sweet? I'm going to tell you um, through a friend of a friend. That's how you find him. Okay, well, considering most of my friends are on Vanderpump Rules and they only hang out with each other, um, probably not meeting anyone <laughs> through a friend of a friend. <laughs> not going to happen. Additionally, the rest of them are comedians. I don't trust any comedian to set me up with anyone. we got to find you somebody here in Paris. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe, maybe. But maybe I trust Justin. Does he have friends? Yes. Huh. Yes, he does. Huh. Okay. Okay. You hear well, that, we'll babe? See. Justin, we got to we gotta hook this up. Yeah. Rachel's a catch. As oh. she knows, I keep trying to steal her. Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a catch. <laughs> I cook. I clean. I'm sweet. Uh, You're pretty without makeup. Really? Yeah. Well, thanks. No, Even though I'm good. missing half my freaking eyelashes. Oh, it's the worst. So I have that thyroid condition. Again, if you listen to my podcast for a long time, I've talked about it on there on here and it it affects like hair growth in your eyebrows and your eyelashes and I think maybe even just regular hair growth but when I first found out I had hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's I lost like a chunk of my that's kind of how I found out like a chunk of my left is this my left side yeah yeah left eyelashes <laughs> Oof, god I'm jet lagged um <laughs> just sort of fell out and then I was like something's wrong and went to the doctor and that was sort of like an indicator um and I feel like every time like my thyroid crashes more probably from travel and stress or whatever like I'm literally missing the like I only have like a quarter of an inch now on my left eye they just fell out it's true so I do not feel very cute without makeup on or really with makeup on but I eyeliner helps because it's it makes eyeliner helps but also you know what there's so many things that happen to us where we think other people notice them but it's just us noticing um i wouldn't i wouldn't have noticed had you not pointed it out Mm -hmm. well it got worse on this trip it's so annoying but i think part of it too is i sleep with an eye mask on that might be bad oh yeah it could be i don't know it's like people that sleep with (sighs) baseball they don't sleep with baseball caps on but (laughs) 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 don't guys that wear baseball caps go bald quicker uh, Isn't that a first thing? First of all, I don't know that. Yeah, that's probably true. Second of all, I'm certain they don't. Uh, unless they're passed out them, drunk, they're sleeping. Mean to say <laughs> God, guys, we are we are actually jet lagged. Like it's a real <laughs> it's a real thing. It's crazy how we just like powered through all of our travel and you know between shows and then having to like go to sleep and get three hours of sleep between getting on early mm-hmm. flights and getting to the airport on time between all these different cities um we didn't really notice how tired we were until i think yesterday when we got to paris and we were like holy shit Mm, i was tired the last night in prague yeah i was like i can't i can't do this yeah well think about it though like when we tour even even in america and even if it's not super far like okay the last so we left off for this tour or i left like april 15th the last grouping of shows i had done uh was in portland oregon from like april fourth through eighth or something like that and uh we were doing like three shows a night but i was in portland oregon which is like a two-hour flight and so not that much travel but i was so tired at certain shows where i was just like because 
I don't think that people realize even podcasting too, uh, and doing stand up. Like, there's a mental energy, and uh, yes, most people don't have connected com for well let's just say for podcasting most people don't have super connected conversations where they're not on their phone or not distracted and they are essentially being on or being engaging and not you know and then on top of it doing stuff like that then also doing stand-up way more intense you're required to entertain people for an hour it, it's like it a, a lot of energy draining thing that you just you wouldn't think it would be, but it really is. Well, and because you and I take the reins of what we're doing so mm -hmm. much, we're yeah, not we're also booking just and planning performing it. the part of it. We're booking all of our travel. We're um, prepping, you know, working with sponsor, whatever it is. But we have so many elements that go into it. So mm -hmm. we, you know, her and I today, we just wanted to sit at a cafe in Paris at this in the, with this beautiful view and just relax but we oh, so beautiful we had to find a place with wi-fi that we could connect we to so we could time. work and it's it's sad but it, w w whatever we're hustling we're I really mean, grateful for the for the tour and for mm -hmm. these opportunities but we are making them happen which is very tiring too so yeah. it's kind of a balancing act um we're thinking about pitching a show around us planning these tours and if you guys want to dm us or email let us know what, if you would watch it, what you would want to see. So let's take a, a docu-series reality type show about two female comedians on the road in Europe planning the entire thing themselves. Uh, I mean, we worked out deals with every hotel that we stayed in. We stayed in every hotel comped. Um, we executed all our venue deals. Yeah. We're, we're businessmen. We're comedians. We're <laughs> vagabonds. Business we're hustlers. Men. Note yeah. that. Businessmen. Business women. <laughs> whatevs. No, but I mean, I think it's there's something cool about that. And in, in every new location that we would want to tackle is a whole new ballgame, mm -hmm. even if it's in the States. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's always so many things that yeah. go into these tours. So what would you guys, as listeners, what would you find interesting? Would you watch a show like this? And and yes, there'll be highs and lows and drama and things. Like her and I don't like personally fight, but I would say like, and I mean... I, yeah, I don't, we're both not like that but uh I mean we both have like personal things going on yeah. that we've been talking about on this entire tour a lot of decision making has been thought yes. through and you know stuff like that so I don't know DM me Rachel N O'Brien on Instagram R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N or her where are you at at NPH comedy as my voice cracked because yeah. I'm 12 and going through puberty yeah <laughs> not wearing pants <laughs> um yeah so yeah dm us what you might find interesting so we kind of know you know where to go with this do you know when you feel a pimple coming on and it's the worst timing for it and you're just like oh how can i get this to go away quickly well i found a way it's meltdown by bloom i felt a pimple coming on last night i'm in paris by the way i can't have a pimple in paris so i put a drop of meltdown on my skin went to bed and a drop is all you need. When I woke up, my skin was clear and glowy and there was no sign of redness or drying. It's incredible. I want you guys to get involved with this because you don't have time to have pimples that are ruining your day. Meltdown is a powerful blend of natural ingredients that takes down pimples overnight. It's safe and effective and it has a unique blend of essential oils including black cumin seed oil, rosehip oil, tea tree leaf oil, and it reduces the size and redness of pimples overnight. And they are completely disappear within three to four days. Frankly, mine disappeared within like a day. I don't want to brag, but Bloom is amazing. It does not contain harsh chemicals. So no peroxide, no acid, no sulfates, no parabens. And there's no added fragrance 
fillers or preservatives, and it's vegan and cruelty-free. It does not cause your skin to peel or dry or flake or scar. And I have a problem with scarring, and this did not do that for me. It's amazing, and it's pregnancy safe. And I have an offer for my listeners. You guys have to get involved with Bloom. Right now, my listeners will get 25% off and free shipping when you text HERE to 797979. This is a special offer you can't get anywhere else. And when you support Be Here for a while, you support my sponsors. So text HERE to 797979 to get 25% off meltdown blemish treatment by Bloom. And if you don't love it, return it for a full refund. You won't want to, though. No questions asked. Text HERE to 797979. All right, so to recap some stuff. First of all, Prague is one of the most beautiful cities I have Ugh. ever seen in my life. Every corner of it is stunning. I I didn't think I was going to love it as much as I did. I did not re- like uh, and I don't know if like the town square, the old town square is always like a medieval times farmers Bustling market center. just adorableness or if it was just because it was still Well, they had signs up saying Easter stuff even though it was a week later. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're realizing that we really hit a lot of holidays and bank holidays on this tour that we had no idea existed. Mm -hmm. Easter weekend started when we got to Scotland and we were like, where is, where are people? And they were all Mm -hmm. just partying. Um, So I think people might extend vacations here in a different way than we do. Yeah, but do you think that the Prague little squares are always like that? The last time I was there, I remember the Prague Square being just as awesome. (sighs) And so there was even a little ballet recital going on. Yeah, just everything. And it's like such a safe city. It's clean. There really aren't just gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Like every corner you turn down is stunning. Mm -hmm. And people let you cross on the crosswalks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, it was. You're not afraid to cross the street. Magical. (laughs) But do you know what wasn't great about the square? Oh, yeah. Um, This is. uh, Rachel had a moment. This is a mark on my heart for the rest of my life. This is. It changed me. It changed me uh, at, a, at a molecular level as a person. So <laughs> we're obviously on this trip. You know, we're making money because we're on tour, but we're also spending money because we're traveling. And I, my bags are weigh 7,000 pounds, so I have to pay for them every time we get on a flight. Oh, yeah. And um, I only had 20 euros left in cash because, I, I, you know, it's hard to exchange them do all that shit um so i only had 20 euros left and we went to the square to get some food and we were like let's just get some street meat let's be breezy you know like let's get a kebab or something yeah and i got like a five dollar and 80 cent sandwich yeah stop bragging um and <laughs> but everything was written in check and i was i don't know i just i saw like a big piece of ham but it looked like it could have been thin prosciutto but it wasn't it was apparently. like a spit roasted yeah pig yeah well, they were and they were it just looked cool and uh so i walked up to the stand and i couldn't read anything so i just figured everything's going to be cheap i could read what the cronas were but i could not read that it was that krona per pound <laughs> Sorry for the minor sound glitch. My hoop earring just ripped out the headphone cord. Anywho, back to my story. Um, so I couldn't read that it was you paid a certain amount of kronas per pound, right? Additionally, I didn't know that they were just going to cut off a freaking, like, 
side flank of ham, slap it onto a plate with not even toasted or buttered bread. And if you don't put butter on toast for me, the only reason why I eat bread is for the butter. So he just literally slaps a piece of ham that was like four inches thick on a plate and then weighs it. And I started to panic. I was like, this isn't good. I don't know what the weighing process is happening for. I feel like the price is going to go up. I don't know. And, and while this was happening, we were at different stands. So it wasn't until she rounded the corner. Oh, and I was so pissed. Freaked out that Just I knew. freaking pissed. <laughs> and I got a water. So I got a, a bottle of water and a slab of freaking ham and two pieces of cold bread. And he goes, 19 euros. I was like, sorry, what? 19. I was like, I don't. I don't understand the conversion. I was like, uh, but I was alone and he had a beard and an apron and gold teeth. And I just didn't want to cross him. 19 euros is like 22 bucks. That's us for street meat for a chunk of, and by the way, it was pure fat. It was a bad cut. It was only fat. So she meets me at this table and I have this sandwich. I'm I'm just mad. And I'm mediocrely happy with my sandwich, by the way, but I I only spent five bucks on it. Not 20 bucks. Yeah. It was free. You weren't just, you're not, you weren't just being rich. (laughs) Like I was like, I was like, Oh, ham for everyone. Apparently I'm loaded. Yeah. Apparently I'm check royalty and I can just spend $20 on a freaking slab of ham. Queen of street meat. But she was like, what do I do with this? You're trying to pick at it and find and you're like I can't I don't I was what so I do? upset with, you were, with plastic so forks upset. and knives I couldn't even cut into <laughs> it I tried to cut into it at one point and broke the fork into 15 pieces I laid in the fetal position on the ground <laughs> <laughs> so I made her go back to the stand and but she didn't, didn't know how to properly argue no but I, I I think I asserted myself you did I was like no they were because they kept going I was like first of all it's very expensive and then he was like well it's weighed by the pound I was like Okay, I get that now. I did see the scale. And he was angry and uh, and kind of saying these things harshly in Czech. Yeah. Basically broken English. Well, it was, yeah, broken, broken English. English. But I was like, I was like, well, fine. Can I just give it back? And they were like, they weren't having that. And I was like, I don't want it. I can't eat it. And I was like, well, fine. It's full of fat. It's only fat. And they were like, it's pork. I was like, I know what pork is. They were like, it's not chicken. I'm like, I know it's not chicken, sir. But I know that I know what it is. And they were like, it's pork. That's what pork is. I'm like, no, not all of it is four inches of freaking fat. Like, yeah. you can give me a better cut. If you're not going to give my money back, you're giving me a better cut. Yep. And he did. He finally cut a piece off. Like, un- he, he weighed what you had left and then matched, matched that it with real meat. meat. But I still was too angry to eat it. I you had were. like a few bites. I you had a it. few bites. I ate, mm-hmm. I ate like $15 worth of your $20 ham so chunk. <laughs> 20 euros has or anyone 19, ever paid 20 for street bucks meat. plus for a piece of meat from the street no I don't no think so. and two cold pieces of bread with no butter <laughs> at least toast them give me some butter it's so funny because every time we go to eat somewhere she'll be like well at least it is ham yeah <laughs> like here yeah this is gonna fuck you up forever no no i hate ham <laughs> like i never want to see a honey baked ham i never want to see any ham ever again i'm yeah. like i'm traumatized <laughs> but then i kind of felt guilty for being so bitchy about it because i'm like okay i'm in someone i'm in another country i should have google translated what it was they weren't I mean they were rude but they weren't they didn't do anything wrong I didn't read the menu properly right well and also they just didn't give you a good piece and I'm sure they get away with it at a place like that because well, maybe some people, people like probably freaking fat some people like the pork belly part I don't know that's not even pork belly pork, pork belly is way it was, different it was just and you fat. have to like burn it for it to taste good you don't yeah. just get to have like 
fucking Crisco of it's, it, it was, was disgusting. It was lard. <laughs> yeah, it was lard. And but so when I was walking by them later, I smiled at one and I was like, "Thank you." Like wink wink, sorry about that. And he smiled back, so I guess we're good now. We're probably dating. Yeah. He and I. He's probably thinking, <laughs> he's probably thinking about you right now <laughs> and how much he misses it's you. Probably. The whole interaction. He's just Can you imagine if that was like a story I told at my wedding? Like this is how I met my husband. I was ripped off. I think those are the best stories. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um so what else happened in Prague that was interesting? And maybe this is only funny to us, but I cannot stand when people publicly dictate their texts or emails. Like, I feel like the way, like, Siri and the iPhone have not been perfected yet. You know, it you have to redo it. It's not hearing all your words. It's not doing it properly. It would take just as much time to text it. Also, you have two free hands. I don't know why people do that the other annoying one is when people do people ever send you those like voice notes that you can never hear all the time mark saratella all the time. which i think i'm gonna have i'm gonna release his podcast with me next week where he interviews me but anyways he does it all the time and my friend zach wickham does it all the time like where i'm like i can't hear what you're saying it's like a one minute long thing i have to put to my ear like call me then if we're don't you think there's an etiquette with like if we're texting I'm a clearly available. No, no, but it's also like we're writing words back and forth, right? Yeah. If we were meant to be on a phone call, we'd be on a phone call. Right. So you sending your voice over just makes muted, you look like an asshole in public. It's just well, that, yeah, it's just <laughs> annoying too, and I can't hear it. Yeah. Anyway, so Natasha and I are in our beautiful hotel room in Prague. In Prague? I think it was our last day in Berlin, Berlin. actually. Okay, okay. And we needed to send an email to um, someone we may be working with for tour stuff. And all of a sudden, and God, it was a peaceful hotel room. All of a sudden, she screams in her phone, Hi, John, comma. Uh, and I was like, oh my God, is she about to dictate an entire business email? I was like, I, I have to pull the plug on the tour now. I cannot be around this person. I didn't know this is who she was. <laughs> but as soon as I started it and I hit the hi, John. Actually, I said hi, John, exclamation point. And as soon as I oh, verbally shit, right. said exclamation point, I caught myself and I was like, <laughs> and you start laughing and I start laughing and you were like, no, I didn't I even like, laugh. I was horrified. No, I looked at you first. Just you like, did. what's. Like, there was no safe space to even hold my body in the room. I was like, I don't know. Oh, do I be mean right now? What do I do? I don't I want her feeling right away. And I was like, I can't do this. And she was like, I'm so glad you said Thank God. <laughs> so um, we've been throwing back and forth. Um, hi, know, John. Ham for everybody. And hi, John. And yeah, I'm so rich. I can buy ham all around. Who wants ham? ham I mean, all around. I had a cool 20 euro to spend for everyone. I think we have to make some tour merch uh, for the last two days. Yeah. <laughs> for the people in Paris. I have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, but my God. <laughs> seriously no but like what is that about someone that doesn't understand their spatial what i would <laughs> i was just gonna say <laughs> people that facetime in public which you've done a lot on this trip i did once with my family but oh i've been facetime my mom and grandma quite a bit well in public it's like so irritating for the people around you do you not realize that? Sure. I don't, it, not for me, but like I will see like a stranger in public like FaceTiming and I'm like, what are you doing, you monster? But I look at it the same as like if you and I were talking in person, it's the same, it's the same thing. 
No, you're I don't know. I like phone to show up to your face, and you have to talk extra loud into the phone so they can hear. And then your grandma pops in, and it's like, "Hi, ma, hi, grandma." <laughs> <laughs> I want to show them where we were, though. I mean, I I did it from Berlin. And then I did it again from the Prague Square. I'm actually not making fun of you because I did it last night in a fancy restaurant in front of the Eiffel Tower to my parents, and I know I was yelling. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's just such an irritating move. But we don't do it often. We're just on this trip. Well, we want to show. I mean, it's fun to be able to show people, like, look at where I am. True, true, true. It's more like, look at where you're not. <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm just Spicy. Spicy. It was very sweet, though, when we were in Prague, and I came back from the bathroom. We were at a restaurant, and you were FaceTiming with your mom and your grandma, and you were crying from happiness, which was really cute. <laughs> you were very grateful. It was overwhelming. I mean, I hadn't been back to Prague for 11 years, and um, it's fun to be somewhere for the reason that we're doing it. I mean, we worked so so tirelessly on this tour, and we were you know, just putting everything into it every day. Yeah, how many hours do you think we've even put into this? I wouldn't even be able to tell you. We I met mean, up like several times a week. Yep. Talked all the time. Texted. Yep. Emails. CC emails. Just, you know, and then I would wake up unable to sleep at like three in the morning because I was getting emails from Paris already mm-hmm. or from London. And Oh, yeah, because you also have the loudest alerts ever yeah. on your phone. And I, so I'd wake up and <laughs> Justin would. Phone etiquette. Seriously, I'm working on it. But <laughs> Justin would wake up and be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, I'm just emailing these people in Berlin. I'll be right. I'll be right back to sleep in a second. And so just how much we put into this, we've had to like find all these little grateful moments throughout it because mm-hmm. You know, when things are happening, you, um, it's hard. Thank you. Rachel just handed me a mini wine and it's amazing. Um, but it's hard to remember to appreciate the work that you put into it, but also take time to appreciate like where you are mm-hmm. and be, I mean, Prague is so beautiful mm-hmm. and so lively and hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy. And you only have to go to one place to get it done. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As the act- applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's incredible. ZipRecruiter is so affected that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. B-E-H-E-R-E. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. That's what's been kind of difficult, though, on this trip is I... I... I hate being on my phone all the time. Like, I feel like a garbage person for, you know, constantly, like, needing to document stuff or, like, sitting in a restaurant with a, with you and, and, and we're in this beautiful space and our faces are on our phone. And it's, that's what's been hard on this trip is the, is the, is the balance of, like, trying to look around and be like, holy shit, I'm in Paris. Yep. I get to do what I love. I, I get to do what I love with a, a career that we chose that is incredibly difficult and, you know, very hard to make it at. And 
we're doing it in another country, not even an English speaking country, and not even one country, five countries. Yeah. And and also it's just beautiful. And we're sitting there stressing and on our phones and trying to promote and make sure that we have info out for people to get tickets because we don't have a team doing this. It's just her and I. Mm-hmm. So that's been what's been the hardest because we don't neither of us want to be on our phones, but mm-hmm. we have to pinpoint these times where we just have to be yeah. to do certain things. But also then we find these times in between where we just have a blast. Yeah. We, but we haven't really gone out, gone out. We, we've been going to bed early because we're tired and we, you know, we usually have early flights and stuff. So hopefully we can do something more exciting tonight. We'll see. I think we can get into something. But I'm wondering, like for my listeners, for you guys, like feel free to email me or DM me, um, info at Rachel O'Brien comedy for email. Um, like, do you feel that way? I don't know if it's necessarily like maybe if your job entails you being on your phone a lot or being constantly connected or if it's just like when you're traveling, you just want to be posting all the time. Do you ever feel like, I don't know, just like you're not even experiencing it? Like how I mean, it's cool to look back at the photos, but they are just photos and you're not actually looking at the things like, I don't know. I'm just wondering if you guys feel that too. Cause I feel, I feel really bad about it a lot. There was a study out about that recently. Um, I read it because I had just, it was probably about a little over a year ago. I went to a guns and roses concert in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and I videoed a couple of videos during the concert. And then I put my phone away and I was like, I don't want to be on my phone anymore or just video this for free for people. Mm-hmm. They should come to see the show themselves. And somebody sent me this article afterwards and they were like, people, uh, somebody actually polled a bunch of millennials and asked them to recall experiences that they had videoed for Instagram and they couldn't couldn't because having the phone in between the event and filming it, you're filming it not for yourself. You're filming it to show other people how great it is. And it changes how you perceive. That makes perceive, me feel really sad. Right? It changes how you look at something. So when you try to recall a memory, you're not like, wow, the smells were this. And it looks like this. It's more like, oh, <laughs> go see it on my story. You know what I mean? And so I it, feel like, can you see the blank look on my face that I feel like genuinely sad about that? Yeah. And it, I mean, it's and and in finding that balance too in this world is tough because we're you know for us we're performers so we do have to have a, at least a certain amount of stuff that we put out there so people mm-hmm. see what we're up to. But we were talking about that today. We're like, we can't wait until we have just people following us around doing this for us because we mm-hmm. don't want to have to, you know. Yeah, but then that's still essentially work. It's too. a thing too. I mean, I know from filming Vanderpump that, uh, I mean, the very little I film it obviously, but, but even like you know we always film in the summer and it's uh the in the summer it's Stassi's birthday Ariana's Tom and Jack's also mine but it doesn't obviously really get filmed they don't care (laughs) which is fine um uh but it's like we're not really at the birthday parties like it's it's there's cameras there so you're not it's it wouldn't be like a a regular birthday party you're very aware that the camera's there it's I mean you're not necessarily changing what you're doing but you're there's something different. They can't play music. You can only play like unlicensed music very quietly. Like it's not. Yeah. So like if we had cameras filming, walking, it would be the right. same thing. Yeah. But I mean, we are, we are young and this is the time to hustle and work and you know, we're not, you know, retired and traveling Europe and just able to totally enjoy it. But you know, it's, it's been fun. We, we just do a good job. I mean, we're, we're 
uh, <laughs> we're mature enough where we try to balance well, but yeah. it is, it, it's, it's work itself just to try to remember to not work. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. <laughs> as weird as that is to say. I also feel like we shouldn't be complaining because it's like, we have a job that we can do this. Yeah. I think about that all the time where I'm like, why am I complaining? We were just about to record her podcast and she was like, I don't have to go into an office. Like, we can sit here I with doing? pants, with no pants on in yeah. the hotel room. No, I would prefer if you put pants on. <laughs> um, that was still a thing. <laughs> yeah, I probably should do that at some point. <laughs> no, but it's like we get to do, like, it, it's nice. We get to do what we love. Yeah. And we're happy and we're really proud of ourselves for putting this together. Now, and I haven't, okay, so I haven't been uh, in a relationship in a while. And I had been in one when I did my first European tour and I did the USO tour. And I definitely, like, missed him a lot when we were dating and all that. But then the other three times I've been to Europe since, uh, for me, I remember it being kind of nice not to have anyone to miss in a, in, in, in a bit of a way. Um, although I'm, like, a little bit like, oh, I get to go home and it's just me and my apartment. Uh, no, but <laughs> but I wonder, like, is it harder to travel uh, and ha- like you have a fiance and have someone to like, do you wish you were here with him? Like, I don't know if my listeners like, you know, if that's interesting to you, hopefully it is. But like, you know, travel like going on girls trips or work trips when you have someone at home, like. Does it, it make it harder? It doesn't bother me. I mean, I travel quite a bit. This has been a longer chunk. It'll be about almost four weeks by the time I see him because he well, actually. You go, but you got to New York earlier than I did, too. I went to New York the day after our, the like, the, early the next morning after our send-off show in Los Angeles. And by the time I get back, he's already going to be out of town. And mm-hmm. then I have to leave town the day before he gets back to tour again for a couple of days in Arizona. So, we're kind of hitting a bad streak. So it'll be almost it'll be f- almost four weeks mm-hmm. just by like one or two days shy. Um, I'd, but we've been together for a long time. We've been going through some interesting stuff lately. And so it kind of changes. Did someone just try to come into our room? I feel like somebody just tried to come into our room. No, oh, they're actively trying to now. Hello? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I think we're safe. All right. <laughs> Back to the original programming. Yeah. But anyway, um, we've been... We've been good. I mean, we FaceTime every day, kind of, and that is a good way to connect with somebody when you're away. Mm -hmm. But when I'm hyper-focused on being in a new place, exploring and performing, exploring and performing are big pieces of who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, So when those are satiated, I don't feel as, I don't feel like lonely. I don't feel like I'm missing Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of hitting a point now where I'm like, oh, kind of can't wait to see him. But mm-hmm. like being away has been actually really good. But do you feel like like it's hard to be in the city of love and like like not with someone at all? I wish he was here for certain parts of it, but there's certain things that would not be as cool if he was. Okay. Like what? We we're having <sighs> we're ha- we're just having like a better string of um how do I say it luck as far as getting connected with certain brands and hotels being taken care of in a certain way Mm -hmm. where if it was me and him it would literally be five times more expensive Mm -hmm. does that make Mm -hmm. sense yeah totally because it would be him just paying for us to do all the things that you and I are getting some partnership deals with yeah um and also we're willing to eat we just ate uh 
chicken breasts that we got from the store, like pre-cooked <laughs> chicken breasts and hummus yep. uh, in our room for And dinner. lentil chips. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and listen to some oldies and, um, yeah. So, I mean, there's certain things like if, if he was with, it would be well, such would a suck for me to be the third wheel. Well, and that just wouldn't even be an option. I don't think like you either take trips like this with a loved one or with a friend, mm-hmm. like, or their work trips. I don't think you can really come combi- overly combine stuff yeah, yeah. unless the big group of friends is like one big group of friends. Mm-hmm. But that's why him and I end up traveling separate a lot because if we both are gone from Los Angeles, not working on certain things while we're there and spending money while we're away, mm-hmm. we're like in a double deficit. Does that make sense? Uh, As wait. a couple. Okay. As like a unit that lives together. You're spending more money when you're at home together? We're spending more money being away. That's oh, okay. why traveling together is kind of hard. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's like I travel. Oh, or yeah. He because travels. you guys are kind of a combined income of sorts. And yeah, as yeah. a woman traveling, I mean, I don't want to make this sound like anything weird, but like we, we tend to, and, and because of what we do, you and I tend to spend less than what somebody as a guy, like a lot of times, would Has travel. Has anyone bought us even one drink? Nobody's bought us anything. Yeah, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> did I not remember but something? But there's a guy, pride, like for him and a lot of guys I know, there's a pride of not trying to get stuff comped. Like he would yeah. never even try. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I always tell him, when you travel, why don't you do this? Or why don't you connect with this person? And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I just would rather pay. So like for him, he's just like a guy. Maybe not. Maybe it's not all guys, but a lot yeah. of guys. They just want to just cover themselves and financially take care of everything. Yeah, totally. And we're okay with trying to find ways like, you know, hotel partnerships. We, we've paid for all of our drinks and food out. No guy has come up to us and been like, let's get this round for why you. Why doesn't that happen? I know. What the heck? <laughs> it doesn't really happen to me in LA I need to take my ring off. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's like a No, I don't think cosmic. so. <laughs> I think we just have been on our phones the whole time. Right. And we have been in bed by 10.30 p.m. most nights. Yeah, at least by midnight. Yeah. All the fun happens after midnight. I think tonight in Paris we have to stay out until at least 2. Yeah. Well, okay, let's get into a little bit of relationship talk because we just were. But um, I'm curious because I haven't been in one in a while. And I'm sure my listeners are either in long-term relationships or looking for one or whatever. Um, you are, you've been engaged for two Two years. years. Yeah. And the wedding hasn't happened yet. Right. Yeah. Um, but is it, do you feel like it's because you're more career focused or do you feel like it's because relationships are just hard or kind of all of it? I mean, for me, I'm a big timing person Mm -hmm. and so is my fiance and we hit our hardest patch in our relationship after being together for, we got engaged at year six and a half. So we've been together for eight and a half years. As so do of you now. believe in the seven year itch? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a thing? Why specifically seven years do you think? I don't know. I never thought I've when never I would hear someone more than three and a half. Maybe? When I would I hear know. people say it, I'd be like, oh, whatever. That's just an excuse people have to what, but, mm-hmm. um, it's not what you would think. People think the seven year itch is like you wanting to like sleep with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's part of it. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but mostly it's just monotony. It's like kind of you're so used to just doing like the what? same yeah. thing all the time. And you just kind of get used to each other's schedules. And a little bit of the excitement strips away. Also, after seven years, I think people go through a massive change every seven years. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's not massive. But if 
if you were to compare it to the seven years before, mm-hmm. it's pretty massive. It's just so gradual. And then when you're with that person every single day, you don't notice the gradual changes in somebody. Yeah. So for us, it was just, we kind of hit this point where we were like starting to really grow apart creatively and into different avenues of things that interested us. Mm -hmm. And I started to really want to tour and travel more and really take the reins of that Mm -hmm. in my career. And a lot of his work is in LA. And so it's just kind of certain, certain big, um, uh, work issues play into it a lot, but also, just being okay with being apart mm-hmm. can kind of start to drive somebody apart. Yeah. So it's just it's so it's just so fascinating for me to think about like like being with someone is nice certainly. Um but like there's such pros and cons to both. The the being with someone is definitely nice, but the struggles that you go through when you're in a relationship are also almost so much more uh taxing on your life like I remember uh the last like long-term boyfriend I had uh years ago um when we would fight it was so taxing it was hard to like get work done and stuff like it's hard to like you know at least with you know date like dating's not fun either when you're like do I text them do they text me like all that stuff yep but it doesn't affect you in a way that is like you can't function you know like big fights and relationships are so emotionally taxing it's hard to make life happen yeah I mean and that's why I'm glad that we do what we do because we Mm -hmm. can kind of take those things we're going through and use it I talk about this really openly in my Mm stand-up and I couldn't remember if we talked about this on my podcast that we did last week we did I don't think so no we talked about on yours I think yeah maybe a little bit because um yeah I'm turning we were supposed to get married two separate times and the second one is coming up uh, June 15th of this year and I'm Go to her special. I'm now shooting my comedy special in Madison, Wisconsin. um, In lieu of... Instead of getting married. Explain, because it's pretty crazy. Instead of getting married, uh, basically, I had already paid for the venue, already had, like, deals with the food and all this prepaid open bar shit, and this is at a beautiful venue in Madison, Wisconsin, that they they do comedy there um, quite a bit. And so I was like, well, if I'm already stuck with this venue... Instead of getting married in it, I guess I'll just do my comedy special in it and call it I was supposed to get married today. <laughs> and uh, so that's what I'm going to do. Because you couldn't get out of the venue. Like, that's a I big couldn't, deal, too. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I was going to pay the money regardless, so I may as well just use it for something yeah, positive. which I think is pretty cool you're going to do that. Yeah, I'm it's like, creative. I may as, well, may as well make this into something good. <laughs> yeah. So, But if you guys are in Madison, Wisconsin in June. Yes. Come and see me. I'll be putting um, information out about it uh, soon on my website and probably on Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... As Natasha and I have talked about on this podcast, life can be stressful between work, family, and everything in between. It's not always easy to find time for yourself, but Talkspace can help with that. Talkspace is online therapy that makes taking care of your mental health more affordable and convenient than ever before. You simply provide your preferences for therapy, and Talkspace will match you with one of 4,000-plus therapists the very same day. Send your therapist unlimited text, audio, picture, or video messages from anywhere, anytime. No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. And that's important to know. Join more than 1 million people who feel happier with Talkspace. It's convenient and easy to use. You no longer have to wait for your next appointment to talk about what's on your mind. With Talkspace, you can send unlimited messages to your dedicated therapist from the privacy of your device from anywhere at any 
time of day. And it's affordable. One month of therapy on Talkspace costs about the same amount as a single face-to-face session. Best of all, you'll never have to wait a week to share what's on your mind. I love Talkspace, and I encourage you guys to take care of your mental health. And I have an offer for my listeners. Talkspace has more than 4,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com and make sure to use the code be here to get your first week free and show your support for this show that's be here b-e-h-e-r-e and talkspace.com they are they're 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 hard man relationships are very hard i wonder how long if 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 like i'm gonna forget how to date or be in a relationship because now it's been this is the longest i've ever gone with being single by far Really? I think so. See, and I never had, I've only had two long-term relationships well, before. Then, but you're not old enough for it to, be, I mean, this is, what did you say, eight, how long, eight years? You've been eight and a half years. Eight and a oh half God, years. Yeah, that's, think you're about. an entire adult life, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you've never really been single. Yeah. I mean, I, I trust me, I had plenty of single time. I enjoyed that. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you really, think about it, like, if you're. It was early 20s. It's like, doesn't you really shouldn't count. be in a relationship in that point of your life at all. Yeah. Like, you're still figuring that's out so who you long, are. No, that's so long ago. No, you haven't been single as, like, a full-on formed adult. No, not really. And I, I really look at this from two different ends of this spectrum like part of me believes that maybe relationships are only meant to be had for the years that they're really good no part of i'm saying like that that's sad let me finish let me finish i said there's two different ends of the spectrum part of me believes that there that's why a lot of people's relationships don't last because they're really only good for like a couple years before something hard will happen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can't make it through the hard they parts. Ship. And I'm if you can it make through it through the hard, the hard parts, parts, the beautiful part, there's more beautiful parts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're already on an upswing from the really hard stuff and it feels so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, you know, if you, <laughs> when you think about the same type of thing, but career wise, if we would have, quit any time that there was a struggle we would have never done any of this yeah I would so you know you have to kind of look at it would I would I jump ship on my my life in a selfish way or you know and then and then compare that to your relationship and be like well if I wouldn't jump ship on myself why would I jump ship on this person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so but it is easier to rely on yourself yeah and I think that's what people think that's why a lot of people do it because Mm -hmm. it is you know then you're only the it's only you that you have to worry about Mm -hmm. and it's one less thing to stress about yeah um so I mean there's multiple ways to look at it um but I think but it can be hard to go at it alone too yeah and and having the support when I step away from it and look at the situation, I'm like, man, I would have never been able. There were some years that were so hard mm-hmm. that if we hadn't been dating and pooling our resources, living together and stuff, like mm-hmm. I would have been, it would have not been pretty. I truly don't know how I'm doing it. <laughs> no, it's, I it's know. like literally like I, I think about it like my rent is so freaking expensive. It is. Yours like, is really expensive. I, I and for years before I just decided to quit and just do comedy, like I, I I'm certain I worked like 16 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like I was th- doing all the Airbnb stuff, apartment managing, uh, doing comedy, having my podcast. Like I, I did it not work. Like I would be in like the last time I was in Paris with Stassi and I was would be in Paris 
in front of a beautiful Eiffel Tower view and someone would be messaging me that the toilet's clogged or or yep. you know maybe there's bed bugs in one of the Airbnbs or something and it was like I never could really enjoy anything but now that I'm thinking about it I guess we're doing the same thing but it's for something but we're investing in ourselves now in, we're investing right in now. ourselves yeah. and at some point we're going to have the right teams in place to do these things for us mm-hmm. it just takes time because yeah. you know until you have I don't know how to word this properly, but until until you have enough um, specifically going on that you you can hire a marketing team for this portion and a tour mm-hmm. team for this portion, those teams are expensive. Mm-hmm. I, I had PR for a while, yeah. Yeah, is, I mean it's expensive, sure. and mm-hmm. so you it has to be worth it. Yeah, um, and you have to find the right people because mm-hmm. those are relationships too. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, but yeah, so it. it there definitely are def- benefits to like pooling resources and being in a relationship. Cause I've thought about that on this tour a lot where I'm like, y- yeah, like I-, I like that I don't have anyone to miss, but at the same time I-, I think about like when we're talking about money and like struggling a little bit or just trying to figure out, figure it out. It's like, yeah, I do- like it would be nice to, yeah. I mean, my rent is the same as like a mortgage on a, like a, $800,000 house like it's ridiculous and you always joke that you want to find a prince but maybe that ham no, guy that makes a killing the ham guy <laughs> could be the ham guy maybe well he's clearly <laughs> he's making a killing he's loaded in every way dollars a plate <laughs> yeah this guy's fucking all he has to he do kills is kill one pig, pig and he makes 15 million dollars <laughs> seriously this is wait, we gotta rethink our strategy here Selling street meat is apparently a racket. Like I Jesus, mean, and it's cash, cash in hand. God. Government doesn't know about it, and it's we got awesome. it. We got to keep keep it off the books, bruh. <laughs> um, do you have any um, like kind of last minute advice for my listeners regarding being in a long term relationship? Wow, um, so you're like I wasn't expecting that. No, no, no. I mean, there's so many things. Um, How do you make it work? Because you guys are you you do have a very good relationship. I do. I'm really the most lucky. He he's is, lucky too. He's you honestly very so lucky. fantastic. He treats mm-hmm. me like gold. He's so thoughtful to my friends. Um, really, what it well, comes if down he was thoughtful, to. He'd have found me someone. But anyways, <sighs> what it comes down to the most is that ba- with everything. I know it sounds so cliche, but balance is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. He's got certain things um, that he has to focus on work wise, and I have certain things, but we. We find these certain nights a week where we take time to watch a show or movie together. We cook dinner together at least three nights a week. That's nice. Um, We maybe can't go on big trips together all the time because Mm -hmm. of timing and financial stuff. And you both travel for work separately. Right. But we do find little weekend getaways. We have really amazing friends. Mm -hmm. We, We go on little day adventures. Like the weekend before I left, I knew that we wouldn't see each other for like three and a half, four weeks. And so we got on these little electronic bikes and just cruised around the city. And that's when I told you, we, we just showed up at our friend's apartment mm-hmm. and they happened to be like just grilling out. And then we went to their pool and hung out with their kids. And like, that's kind of a thing that a lot of people don't do anymore is just show up or drop in on mm-hmm. people or even just call people anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so, love a good cold call. I like to creep people out with that. Yeah. And I, so it's remembering to do these little things that remember, remind you that, joy is not just found from exotic trips um a Mm -hmm. lot of adventure can be had in the couple hours you have with each other just yeah putting your phones away 
and doing something random mm-hmm. you know and uh joy is found mostly within this is going to sound so corny but it's true it's mostly found within yourself like with like there's been uh, to be perfectly honest many moments on this trip where i've felt extreme stress yeah i may not uh, say it but we're like we i both in, have yeah where we're yeah we're both like in our heads just like you know like we're in a beautiful place and you have to just remind yourself like to breathe yeah to drink a nice glass of water like like like, like even just like ground yourself of like uh, i'm here this is beautiful and like really just pay attention to like simple stuff because Mm -hmm. what your brain can say to yourself or just spiral into is incredible and it's really up to you to harness it yeah and we've done a good job of keeping each other in check a little bit of Mm -hmm. like when somebody's tired or when somebody's stressed or Mm -hmm. when when we're just on our phone too much I think we're trying to keep each other um aware of it Mm -hmm. mainly for ourselves too to remind ourselves but Rachel's done these amazing things at night where what was it like two nights ago where you made me listen to that thing or was it last I may, night I make you listen to them every night so far every I night think. it's like these positive affirmational type of really soothing whoever that guy is his voice is so Joey Tabanella he's done my podcast before my god what a cool voice he mm-hmm. has and um just to like calm us down and get us back in a good headspace and every day we try to wake up and find these new things to be thankful for because mm-hmm. we when we start a tour you have certain expectations and they have to shift mm-hmm. your expectations have nothing not ever works out the way you exactly plan ever in life period never never has so every day but you, you have, have to, to look at it like usually it ends up being better and that has been that has been the case for me in my entire life mm-hmm. like things that were painful or hard usually ended up working out for the best later well and if this tour had gone exactly how we had envisioned it like the best possible way Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have really learned a lot from it which wouldn't benefit us in other ways I mean and yeah like I don't need to walk around just thinking I'm freaking awesome all the time like (laughs) we need to be you don't really yeah you don't really grow and but then you know the the couple connections like how many cities have we been in now where like we've run into like friends of mine and we have like a local host or somebody Mm -hmm. that shows us amazing podcast listeners that have come to like oh you guys are also sweet Ellie and Prague oh my god your friends are so amazing and and yeah the all the Berlin the London girls I mean everybody's been been so so awesome awesome. yeah (laughs) But like we have all these locals that are showing up to support what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And whether you have five quality people or 5,000, you know, random people, it's this, it it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you have to appreciate the, the growing process and the getting known overseas process. I mean, it's definitely just a different ball game over here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, and everything becomes, I've also thought about this many times. Men, everything becomes work after a while so you know obviously like you know I write scripts and stuff you write tv we both write stuff and, and produce stuff like and we dream of getting a movie made or tv show made yeah and but after four days on set for example when that gets made you're gonna be like stressing about it as a job Everything will become a job after a while. And you have to choose in these moments to not let that get to you and still be Mm -hmm. able to live. Well, and that's why I think, too, like there's really no difference between like people think like, oh, my God, like you're a comedian traveling on the road or you're an actress or doing all these things. I don't think in certain moments that we or, you know, actors or whatever feel much different than 
people just at a regular job because I, you still the way the way people think about themselves will always be the same. Mm-hmm. It will and and the way you stress about your family and make. I mean, granted, there's people that make a shitload of money, but also I think that just moves the bar higher on stress. Yeah, like, you know. Well, and the more people get to know you publicly, the more stress is on you to like not upset certain people or to like portray a certain thing and so I mean there's just no matter what you do there's just elements of things that come with it I mean mm-hmm. I even think back to I've told talked to Rachel a couple of times about growing up farming and I'm like man you know some farmers just have really bad crop season <laughs> like you yeah. know but I mean it's just it's just kind of the way life is and you have to find mm-hmm. a way to deal with it and not be a jerk to people in the meantime yeah always <laughs> be nice to people you always never freaking know yep never know and it just feels good to be nice to people well on that note we should get ready and go enjoy the city of love together. <sighs> Ready for another romantic night? I'll put pants oh, on. God, please do. <laughs> no, we're going to dress up tonight. We're going to be fancy. We are. And we're really excited because we want to feel like yeah, ladies. We are excited. And I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the people that came to our shows. And, you know, and just thank you to the pe- you guys that listen. Like, you know what? It means the freaking world to me. That's all. I love you. It means the world to me, too, because yeah. I've met a lot of these people, especially on this trip. And, and they are lovely. Yeah. I have the best listeners ever. You've got a good bunch. Yeah. All right. Tell everyone where they can find you. Um, you can find me everywhere on social media at NPH Comedy, Natasha Pearl Hansen, or my website, nphcomedy.com. Um, uh, and my podcast is Future Role Model. So that's at Future Role Model on Instagram or at Role Model Pod on Twitter. Um, and yeah, it's been lovely to meet, uh, Rachel's peeps and friends and listeners. And, um, I, I'm enjoying the shit out of this. Yeah. It's amazing. (laughs) Let's go enjoy Paris. Let's do it. Bye.